0: Back to the cherry picking podcast. This is Ziggy. This is Donnie. And this is Dylan. On today's docket, we're going to be diving into a lot of uh, quick hitters with a lot of the major sports. Um, Some very interesting things that have been going on uh, in the past couple weeks. But first, today's episode is sponsored by Gotham Escape Rooms in Philadelphia uh, this past weekend. They invited us out, tried a couple rooms. um, And, you know, we're already planning on heading back there. The rooms are very well constructed, extremely detailed. And we've been to other escape rooms around the city of Philadelphia. Um, they just haven't really compared. They haven't really come close to the intricacy and time that looked that was spent creating the room. Uh, the folks at Gotham Escape Room have changed our conspe- our perspective on escape rooms completely. The game masters are very passionate. Seem to care about our experience. They call their rooms adventures, and I think that that is a perfect description, right? Yep. Um, 100%. You know and, and we, we felt like it was very very immersive uh, we were put in kind of a different reality and we had to figure out a variety of well-crafted puzzles and tasks to get to the end of the story and they have a plethora of escape rooms to choose from from horror and thriller rooms to uh, rooms that are in different time periods like a medieval kingdom and a mad scientist laboratory uh, to cinematic missions. Um, and an adult-themed room as well. There's an adventure for every single one of you. We wouldn't be speaking so highly of these escape rooms if we had not experienced them firsthand, and having done so, we recommend them to people almost every day. They've partnered with us today to sponsor the podcast, and if you use discount code CHERRY, you can get 20% off your next adventure. Go to GothamEscapeRoom.com for more details. Alrighty. So, like usual, starting off, starting off with a drink. Uh, I was on drink duty today. I stopped by uh the good old the good old fresh grocer. I uh, was fresh buying myself some uh twenty pounds twenty pound, twenty five pounds of uh jasmine rice. Wow, for, that's a not lot. Not for the family, for myself. Um It's a good buy. It is a good buy. Yeah. That's why I bought it. Yeah. Uh but I saw uh by the coconut milk, seventy seven cents a bottle mm. of Jamaican choice Ooh. Taste of the Islands cola champagne. I never, like never, never, never had this, never heard of it, uh, but I thought it'd be an interesting cop. I'm excited. Whoa, whoa! It's really sweet, isn't it? No, it's. Mm. Wow, that that tastes so familiar to something that I've had before. I don't know what the, what is that bubble gum? Y- yeah, yes, that's yeah, that's the closest way I've heard it described as bubblegum. It tastes like. But it's not like a strong bubble gum. It's not like, it, know what it tastes like? It tastes what's the uh, bubble gum that comes in those little Double bubble. Double bubble. Yeah. That's exactly what this oh is. Oh my yeah. god, it's is to a T. I yeah. didn't even taste it yet. To yeah. a T. This is double bubble in a pop. A soda. Yeah. A what? soda. What? A soda. What are you it's...
1: normal people out there.
0: A fizzy <laughs> a fizzy drink. Aw. Oh. Oh, I'm from I'm from Philly. I'm from New Jersey. We say soda.
1: Okay, it tastes like bubblegum at first, but then it's pop. it tastes absolutely nothing like bubblegum after. It
0: does. No, the initial hit is bubblegum. Yeah. Usually, it's the other way around. Like and then after, it's something. nothing like bubblegum. I, I don't know what to I do. like it. I'd get it again. Out of I, a 10? I'd, I'd give For it, 77 cents? i give it 7.5. Eh, 7.5 seven out of 10, probably.
2: Mm.
0: This is going to a 5. A 5? It's good. It would be a 4. If it if it didn't taste like bubblegum. Yeah, I'm a sucker for bubblegum. I like the double bubbleness and it has such a nostalgic vibe. I can picture myself, you know, like on my on the the Mustang fields back, you know, yep, 13, back in the little 13, league thirteen uh place called Whitey Sorgle out in, out in suburban Pittsburgh. Jeez, man. I, I'm I'm picturing the mom that's gonna that's selling yep. me the stuff out of the yeah. out of the uh, snack shack yeah she's got the double bubble but also big league chew oh she's got the blc yeah oh yeah i know about the, that great blc <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a throwback you don't, you don't even know oh you do know you do know every so i hope everybody needs to know uh, yeah that's it's it's not great <laughs> i don't i the, so you
2: you gave seven and a half till i give a five you said five every, i'll
0: give it i'll give it a, a seven i'll it, say seven it tastes initial hits great after that it's absolute garbage I'm giving it a five based on solely nostalgia. It doesn't taste like anything. It just tastes like sugar water after. Yeah, It's really weird. It's like a really bad... But for 77 cents. After. 77 cents. Six and a half, actually. Not bad. I'll change. Not bad. Six and a half. Uh, if you go to our website, uh, which will be linked in the uh, description of this podcast, uh, you'll be able to see our weekly rankings of drinks. Maybe it'll influence what you buy next time you stop by your local shop. All righty. Best things we saw uh, in the past week, week and a half? Fellas, I'll go first. Mine's not really something I saw. It's something that kind of became a brainchild of mine in the afternoon during my, um, I don't even know what class it was. During my, Like it was, I think it was IH, like an English class, Ooh, essentially. Yeah, you, you think about some other things it during kinda, IH. It kind of yeah. just showed up in my head, and I, had yeah. to, I wrote it on my binder, and I had to look into it after. So, I was thinking of Alex Caruso. Oh, the goat. Who's the, the GOAT. Who is a
1: great player. Solid man. Discount TJ McConnell. That's all I have
2: to say.
0: <laughs> both are the GOATs. So continue. Uh, so I was thinking about Alex Caruso, and I said, no, nope, it'd be great. Alex Caruso, who's going bald as a young man, matched up against Trey Young, going bald as a young man. <laughs> and I said, wait a second. Trey Young's got Vince Carter on his team, who's an old man without hair. And, and wait, there's LeBron on the Lakers, who's an old man without, without hair. I said, wait, on the Lakers, there's also, like, Jared Dudley who doesn't have hair. (laughs) And I'm just, I'm looking at, I'm like, this is the battle of the hairlines, fellas. That's going to be a monumental game. About who, what team that doesn't have, that doesn't let hair stop them. Because a lot of, most of the team doesn't have it. I found out literally five minutes before the show. I said, you know what, let me just find out if they play this year during different conferences. They play on Sunday. Sunday? They play on Sunday. Lord, all right, you know what? Somebody uh, named Dylan uh, showed me a picture, showed everybody a picture it's a of. Tweet. Uh, I found a tweet from a while ago. Yeah, comparing Trey Young to a lollipop with pubes stuck
2: <laughs> on it. <laughs> I have nothing to say. It about didn't that. have a face on it, so like, I have I, nothing. You can Google to say.
0: it; it'll come up. It's very <laughs> popular. I'm saying, if you if somebody photoshops his face on it, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be unconvinced. We
2: should make an all hairline team.
0: All hair, like good and bad. Uh, bad. LeBron's a starting power forward. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, that, that's something for the future. That's something for the future. For some random all-league all teams. All right, that's my weird thing. Don, you're up.
2: All right, uh, so my thing is very cool. I went to Old City, um, I think two weeks ago, first Friday, um, in Old City. Me and a friend, we went into this bookstore. You know, we were looking at a few things. Got, like, two old comics for, like, a dollar each, but... The best thing I got. I haven't shown you two yet. I got. I got. back, I got backyard baseball. Oh, nine. And not like. With with Big Poppy on the front. Yeah. With Big Poppy on the front. But the CD-ROM software version. Wow. I got it for like. And the thing that. That was like five bucks. But because it was first Friday. It was half off. Wow. So I got that for so cheap. And I'm. Trying and I was debating whether to buy it or not because I don't have something to play it on yet. But I said, Screw oh, I got it. you." I said, "Screw it! I gotta buy it right because you we have to find something to play it on, man." I did PC. Okay, yeah, then we're Ooh, playing man. it. On, yeah, yeah. This is by far I, my best I buy can't ever. Tell
0: you, I don't know what's going on, Dylan. Maybe you gotta bring up the tank because I'm having a major nostalgia trip right now. Yeah, I had this exact game on PC. Played it in my in my family like living room growing up. Uh, me and my little brother, and I was always Vlad Guerrero. He was always Alfonso Soriano, and we all hated Big Poppy just because he was OP. We didn't like that, and I think Babe Ruth was in there too. Yeah, it says that Babe
2: Ruth. Babe Ruth is the unlockable character in yeah. this game.
0: Uh, is it was just an absolute blast. Yeah,
2: I can't believe I found it. I just looked up and it was there, and I was,
0: <gasps> and I had to, I had to get it's it. Dumb. Dude, this is I love nostalgia chips. Yeah. Still, you got to help me out. Give me, give me, give me a nostalgia chip, please.
1: I, kinda um, I kinda got one so uh, 8 hours ago um, via reddit I saw that they were releasing a Spongebob movie another one called uh, Sponge on the Run and now <laughs> the official trailer is out and uh, doesn't Sponge have that same Sponge
0: uh, on the Run
1: yeah exactly doesn't have that same artwork that the original Spongebob has it's a little different but um, it's still a Spongebob movie right? is it like 3D yeah yeah it kind of looks like he's made of candy oh yeah it's a little rough it kind of looks like the video games when we were younger yeah yeah it looks
2: like oh my god i had that video game that's another nostalgia trip i had that game yeah that's
0: crazy oh i I, before i came back to school i sold it i sold all my old ps2 stuff which i regretted immediately but i got like 80 bucks for it i think i have that game i have that game for the wii I i had it for the ps2 where it was it was him, and he had, you had to drive his car around, and you had there. Yeah, it was. That Yo, was. Did you ever play the Jimmy Neutron game, Attack of the Twonkies? I did not, but I know my, fr- <laughs> that my friend. That was. A great one. I went to my friend's house to play that. On that was old, a great one on the PS2. <sighs>
2: Nostalgia trips today, man.
0: Good lord! Crazy. I That's can't. Crazy. Believe, I did. I sold. All, I sold my PS2 and my PS3 to pay for books this semester, um, and I regretted it immediately. It was like I made. I for they, the place even took like old rock band stuff. Wow. GameStop doesn't take that shit. Nah. This place, uh, in, in Pittsburgh, I got almost two hundred bucks for all my old rock band stuff, old Wii games, old PS three games, old PS two games. Well, here we are. Not bad, not a bad. I got more money for the PS two than I got for the PS three.
1: Yeah, well, that's like the nostalgia factor. That's like yeah, like I, if like my PS one's probably worth a lot more than I can. The but the thing is, I can right always go.
0: Now. I went. They were selling for like forty bucks, so I can always go back and buy one. I'm not yeah. pressed about it, but I think I will. There's Maybe. one around here too. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. Very they're everywhere. It's better than GameStop and all that other crap. Alright. Where are we starting first, fellas? What what league are we diving into first with these uh with these quick hitters, these real or fake uh accusations, these discussions? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Let's
2: go. Let's them. head to the NFL. Let's head to the NFL.
0: Um right. First things first. Yeah. Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills six and three right now, heading into uh week ten, right? hmm Week ten, week eleven, something like that. Uh wins against teams. Their wins. their six wins have come against teams that are a combined 12 and 46. That's including the five and five Titans who had played with Mariota, and I don't think they scored that game. If I'm if I'm not mistaken.
2: In that first win against, given it was the first game of the season, but they beat the Jets 17 16 in the first game of the season. Yeah,
0: I mean they did. They played the Pads yeah. close. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not discrediting their defense. The defense is what's keeping them in games. But Josh Allen, Allen he's taken a step, but it, he yeah. does not look good enough to 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 lead this team anywhere
2: to uh, week three 21 17 over the Bengals. It's, like
0: yeah it's, it's it's one of those things that these teams are have less than two wins
2: 14 like the the titans are going to come up later but 14 points in an nfl game you the, can't do that. their off
0: their offense is really yeah. unable to produce and you know frank or is old he's he's had good games and, and they're not trusting singletary enough and they don't really have the the wide receiver weapons to no. do anything, and Josh Allen doesn't like to throw, <laughs> throw short passes. No, and he's, he likes he's, to run further than he likes yeah, to throw. Yeah, he's he, a honestly.
2: he's a big arm quarterback that likes to get out of the pocket. I mean, and also like they just lost to the Browns.
0: Yeah, but uh, they they that's that's Hauschka missed a who, lot of field goals. Who no, did they yeah. uh, who did they lose to besides the Browns and Eagles? Who's, oh, Patriots, the other one. Pats. Yeah, I so, mean but they, they, they really got, the only two like real good teams they played. The on only high powered offense they've played of the every team they played is the is the Eagles. I know the Eagles have had some issues, yeah, yeah. But yeah. you got to think of everybody else they've played. Yeah, is it combined twelve I and forty six? The Eagles are the only one that have like a, a good enough offense. New I mean, England, yes, but New England has their defense has been their calling true, card this true, year. True. Yeah, I mean the Eagles put up thirty one points I, against. I don't. Them, I mean so. they have
1: argue. I don't know. And that maybe. was that was the Eagles not having like any of their like a lot of their. Um, it
0: was a comfortable win for you guys, apparently.
1: Uh, no, it was no, it was close for a while. It was close until like right towards the end they pulled away. But yeah. Before that it was definitely close, but Fair. I, I mean, really I think I think Josh Allen isn't there yet, but I think he's going to get there.
2: I really want to say real for the Bills, but for the sake of being realistic in terms of where the season is at right now and thinking more about playoffs, I'm saying fake. Just because of the teams that they've beaten and the scores in those games.
1: Are we defining real or fake as make the playoff or win the Super Bowl? However you want to define it. Um I think they're going to make the playoffs, and I think they're going to make the playoffs pretty handedly. Um, I think the defense is way, 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 way too good to to not make That is true. Because you really only need a serviceable offense at this point with that defense. But, yeah, I I think they're real. I think they're real in terms
2: of making the playoffs. Yeah. But I think, I mean, fake in terms of actually competing with... You know those final eight teams or something. Uh,
0: the the rest of their schedule is, is finally getting harder for them. I mean they play they play Dolphins this week, which okay yeah, but they they won't do straight. Um, can't can't take away a lot of credit. Uh, Broncos who are iffy. They but they play Cowboys, Ravens, Stillers, Pats, Pats Jets. back to back to back to back. That they, that could be a stretch, but they lose every single game. Yeah. Absolutely, and they finish and 8, 8, seven and nine, where all their wins come against what garbage might, opposition.
2: And those games, what's good for them though? Those games all might be close, just given their resume this year. And you know, like Dylan said, the defense is way too good to not.
0: Doesn't seem like Halshu is going to be freaking winning them games though on his on his foot. No, no. Anyway, I I I think they're fake. I don't think they're they're real at all. Um, I think that maybe next year, if if maybe next year, I just don't I don't see enough from Allen. Uh, this year to really think that their offense is real. I know, I know defense wins championships, but I wouldn't even say that, that their offense is serviceable right now. Was
1: their offense, or were they a better team when they made the playoffs against the Jags? Or were they a better team now? Two years ago. They've that never, was for the I, with Fitzpatrick, I, think they, I think
0: they were better with Fitzpatrick. Was that with Fitzpatrick? Yeah. I say better now. I think they're better now, just yeah. based on
1: their defense alone, Because Josh uh, – ja- Josh Allen can do things. He can go off. He can. Yes.
0: Yeah, well he's he's more mobile than, than Fitz was. But yeah. I I think that Did I say that their old one was it was even I I want to say that they're both pretty same level. I didn't think that. I think that 10 and 6, what it was it? 10 and 6, 9 and 7 Bills team was going to get 6 seed, 6-seed, six 62. R- run over first round anyway. Yeah, but they didn't get run over. Exactly. So what I'm saying is that surprised me, but I think I think I just think that a lot of Bills things that they've been doing really recently are very fluky. All right. Moving on. 49ers. Real team that's 8-1, but they've won a lot of games through their defense. Jimmy hasn't been the most consistent quarterback. But he's made plays at times. However, Monday Night Game didn't make plays when he counted. I only caught fourth quarter and overtime.
2: I only caught overtime. He looked so frazzled. afraid and frazzled in overtime. Given Jadavian Clowney might have played the best NFL game he's ever played.
0: Yeah, he exposed the shit out of yeah. Joe daily. Yeah,
2: but I mean... That was an incredible Monday Night Football game. Like, I still think the, nine, I mean, the Niners are real. You can't, I mean. I mean, yeah, they yeah.
1: They lost after they missed a field goal. They had the game in hand, and they had. Yeah, with their. You know, Robbie goal got hurt, and they had a guy come in, made three or four, and just missed the last one, which yeah. sucks. But
0: yeah, I, think made, I think he made four. No, no three, 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 four. three or four. Chase, I was gonna say four Chase or McLaughlin. Yeah. Three or four. Dude, uh, Illinois played for I a handful um,
1: this year. I think they're real, Um, but I think they're going to be. I've been. I was high on the Seahawks before the season started. I had them as my two seed. And uh, I was told that's a little crazy, but uh, here we are. By who? By um, by
0: Zig over here. Zig told me I was wacky for having. If to I, see if I ever meet that guy, I'll, I'll mess him up for you. But
1: uh, guess who's here? Guess guess who's really good. So,
0: and I think I think that Josh Gordon pickup for them is very. I'm gonna I'm almost like underrated because I think everybody thinks it's a. Yeah, it's a think good – Yeah, I think the fact that they've Russell Wilson at quarterback is underrated. But, but giving but giving him like actual weapons, yeah, and having like a
1: decent line. But my point was that I um, think. The Niners are for real, but I think by virtue of the way the NFL playoff works, you're going to see a 12-4 and 4 Seahawks team going in the second seed, and you're going to see probably maybe a 12-4 and 4 Niners team as a fifth seed go in the yeah, first round I, playoffs, I, I
0: think the Seahawks are more real than the Niners. They so are.
2: Yeah. Future Niners games. Now they play the Cardinals this week. The Cardinals played them close two weeks ago. But after that, Packers, Ravens, Saints. Yeah,
0: they've had a tough schedule. Back
2: to back to back. And then they play the Falcons. And then to end the season, they play the Rams and the Seahawks.
0: Like they, their, their division itself is not every that, game is is up for up for grabs. That is tough.
2: And while I do think they are for real and they're definitely a contender more than a pretender at this point, I do like the Seahawks more based on the experience at quarterback and, and and the. I mean, both defenses are ridiculous, but the way that the the Seahawks played in that in overtime just made me believe that they had the better defense slightly.
0: The reason I put the Niners right behind the Bills is because I think they're both teams that are very very carried to a degree by their defense, more so the Bills. But Niners defense has been top 5 in most statistical categories this year. But I do think that the Niners offense is more consistent and can put up numbers. They they won a game against Carolina, I think they put up over 50 points. And I know Carolina doesn't have the best uh, defense all around, especially against the run, which is what uh, Niners are a run-first offense. But I don't – I don't believe – I believed in Jimmy up until this Monday. Up until this Monday where he looked so uncomfortable. Even though the pocket was collapsing, he looked so uncomfortable that he looked off open passes. He just made bad throws, period. Period. I mean, he got, he got bailed out by uh, some neutral zone infraction, or what was it, that that gave him, you know, a first and five, and he was able to get six yards or whatever on a, on a crossing route.
2: The Seahawks were also going to score on the first possession in overtime if it weren't for that, that great interception.
0: It was, yeah, I mean, it yep. wasn't a great decision by Wilson. I think it was an underthrown ball in the first place, but Russell Wilson making uh, a silly mistake in the red zone isn't something that you can really bank on whatsoever, no. and I, I I still just don't I don't think th- I wanna say the Niners are real, but I don't f- it's a very soft reel. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh
2: I think I think they're super Bowl contenders so I, I think I good. think they're I think I'm with Dale. I think they're a hard reel.
1: I just think one. they get screwed over by the way the playoffs work
0: I'm not, I'm five, not six. ready for contenders yet. I, I real I really not. Uh I'm really not. But I do that Emmanuel Sanders pickup is very, very
1: He got hurt. He didn't know did, he he's weak to weak right now. He's weak to okay, weak okay. right now.
0: But I think that's a veteran consistent receiver threat. That's not named Kittle. Is something oh. that they've that they've needed. George Kittle
2: is something else, man.
0: Okay, so we, we talked about Josh Allen, uh, with his inconsistencies, um, but he's made some steps. We've yeah. talked about Jimmy G, what who, a handsome who, man who got the who got the yeah, she, yeah he had Aaron Andrews falling over. Yeah,
2: yeah, not many people can do that. Um,
0: I think of two people, and they're both Jimmy G. But so he's he's made some steps. Jimmy Jimmy G looks like he could be the guy. That's worth the money. He's he's looking more like it. Another quarterback who hasn't done that. Mitch Trubisky, um, who has not had a good year, who has asked to turn off all the television because he can't take criticism. Television's in their uh, facilities. He's throwing for less than he's throwing for less than two hundred yards in the game this season. Two hundred yards per game this season. Less rather. than
2: five yards of completion.
0: I think not having Jordan Howard is. Actually hurting him a little bit because mm-hmm. I, I doesn't seem like they trust Montgomery in the backfield yet, which I don't know why. He's looked good when he's got the touches. Yeah. And Tariq Cohen just, he's too much of a. Uh, he's like Darren Sproles. He's more of an explosive player, but he can't be your three-down back. Yeah. And uh, I was looking into some more next-gen stats. Mitch has missed obviously. I mean, this is by the eye test. He's missed a lot of throws that have been. Oh
2: over yeah, just overthrown a bunch of balls.
0: But he is arguably one of the worst. And I think Mason Rudolph is kind of in the same category. I think Gardner Minshew was there as well. That is thrown for less than five yards per completion. That's like dump offs, right? <laughs> but he has an expected completion percentage that is 3% higher than his true value. Meaning that based on the, the openness and the position and, you know, the weather, all these other factors, he is completing passes 3% lower at the rate that an average quarterback will complete them and all of his throws are or the majority of his throws are dump offs and he's completing 62 or some odd percent that's just poor yeah that's almost that's inexcusable almost especially for number two pick yeah i
2: mean number two pick that was a that was very generous to pick him at number two you think that's
0: i think that's more that that pick looking back number two trubisky versus number one baker Right now? Trubisky's worse. It's not even close. I mean, no, I'm going he looks worse. Okay. I mean, especially as number two yeah. pick.
1: Well, did you hear that Um, there was a story that came out that the the guy at the time that was the GM, I guess, at the time, went rogue and picked Trubisky. He wasn't wanted. Wait, rogue? He went rogue and picked Trubisky. There was, like, a couple of reports coming out that, like, he literally, like, just went against everybody else's thing and just did what he wanted. But um, I think, you know, Trubisky... I think this is the real Trubisky. Like, I think this is what you're going to get from him. This yeah. is what he is. He's fake, and that's yeah. why this is the real Trubisky. Yeah, and I think um, I think the 200 yards per game stat's a little... Uh, I don't think that really works when you have a good defense. I don't think that's a valid stat, because that's just, you know, by virtue of you have good field positioning, you might only need to throw for... But everything else is the issue behind that, because you can have someone that throws 200 yards a game, they can win you a game, they can make you the place. That's, that's what happens. But if you combine it with everything else and just... The eye test, yeah. You see, I mean bad the reason. That, yeah, I
0: understand what you're saying about 200 yards a game. Um, if you have a good defense, good field position, you don't need to throw a lot. Yeah. but it's everything surrounding it. Yeah, I mean the scheme isn't really helping him either. But that can be said for like any quarterback who's not having a good year. Oh, it's a scheme, it's a scheme. They're not. He's throwing for less than 200 yards a game, on average, and their running backs aren't getting a whole bunch of touches. Which means that where is this offense? This offense is just not getting. You know nearly the same amount of plays as other offenses are, which is why they are run-of-the-mill dog shit this year right now. And I know you were high on the Seahawks going in, and I was pessimistic because I didn't trust the weapons around Russell Wilson. And now I'm seeing, wow, he's really an S-tier quarterback right now.
2: Oh, he's up there. That's yeah, he, for sure. makes, he makes everyone else around him and better. And I
0: said, Ms. Trubisky has better weapons around him. That's why I said preseason. Yeah. Better weapons around him than... Russell Wilson did. And I said, as long as Mr. Trubisky is an average quarterback, uh, Chicago defense, which looks better on paper than Seattle, Chicago should be an 11-12 win team. That is not – I am eating my words right now because of how poorly Mitch has played. It's, I you know I look like a fool for saying that.
2: I mean, it's, it's, I mean the, the way he's been playing is bad, but the way that he's also carrying himself with the fact that he wants all the TVs turned off in the facilities is even worse. So, like you can't. You we can't, all we like all agree
0: that, that this is this is the fake or Drew Biscay is not is fake. He's fake. This is this is not. This this is what you're gonna get from him. Yeah, you get he's what you're paid for. He's a I
2: guess. N- quarterback out of North Carolina. That's fake.
0: You don't you don't hear that at all. I think it's real. Now <laughs> this really, is the really real fake. Drew Biscay, yeah. though. Now another another quarterback who's young and has gotten a lot of uh, press coverage because of his antics. Off the field and his, you know, subpar performance on the field is Baker Mayfield. I'm a Baker hater, as is very well known Mm -hmm. amongst everybody who ever's talked to me. And
1: there's no bias in that whatsoever. There is total bias, absolutely. But I,
0: but I, I'm, I'm not trying to stray away from the bias, my guy. I'm standing in the bias, but I stand by my bias. I'm not saying, oh, I'm, I'm not, you know, leading my statements by saying, oh, this is biased, but. You know, I, I don't like Baker. I did not think that. You even
2: liked him from the start.
0: No. No. I, yes, he plays for the Browns. Don't like, don't like any player that plays for the Browns. But I objectively don't think he's a great quarterback, especially this year. Sophomore slump is a thing. And Freddie Kitchens, again, maybe a scheme thing that he's not looking great. But he has no excuses this year for anything, for missed throws. For he has the run game to freaking carry him through games, which is done for Chubb has kept them in game single handedly. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know I don't know. He just he looks like he looks like he looks like shit.
1: Yeah. Um
0: Yeah, I don't I'm happy I don't know it. what's going
1: on for it. I don't know what's going on with him. I think um I thought he was the best quarterback coming out of the draft, and I still think that it was a good idea drafting him and I think he's going to be a good quarterback in the future. But
0: Do you think he's real? Um Do you think this is just a little bit of a fluky first half of his sophomore season. I think I think he's real, but I don't
1: think he is as r- good as I originally thought. I do think he's still going to be a good quarterback. I think he's going to be more than serviceable at some point, but I, I understand that he's got to hit throws, but Freddie Kitchens has to use his brain. Yeah. Th- that he, r- r- he is. It's it still He has single handedly lost them games. And you think about. How long they waited for Hugh Jackson? He was one in thirty-one. He went one in thirty-one in two years, and they didn't fire him. They gave him another half a season. Like, like I'm not saying you know canned kitchens now, but like, come on, Cleveland, like this is your chance, dude. You gotta, you really gotta figure this
0: shit and out. To think they were contenders, contenders going into this season. Brutal. Coaching is absolutely huge.
2: Yeah, it I mean, it's, you look at so many coaches right now. enormous. Like, Kitchens on the hot seat. Pat Schirmer's on the hot seat. Adam Gaze. They said his job He's is safe.
1: Not air quotes. Yeah, on the hot seat. Yeah, but, but we'll see.
2: I mean, yeah, we'll see about that. But um, I think that Baker is real. I real, think, really shit. But yeah, I, I, I think, think Baker's real. <laughs> um, sophomore slump is a thing. Uh, I mean, I I think that he just has to get used to. Not getting used to it. I think he just has to trust his receivers more, too. And I think once that happens, like, you got to, like, I love Odell. Like, I have Odell bias. But, like, that dude is super talented and super good. You got to throw to him more. He's got one touchdown this year. You got to put it up to your hitter sometimes and just just throw it up to him let, sometimes. Let
0: your receivers make plays. Well, I-
2: let your receivers make plays. And I think that he's, re- like, yes, he's having a, a rough season. But I think that, you know, with adjustments and hopefully with a new head coach that he'll – be better in the future. Oh, we're
0: recording this on Thursday the uh the 14th. I and think it's
2: also
1: interesting too though. Sorry to interrupt, but they just released Anthony Callaway. He's facing a 10 game suspension for something in a CBD product. So in other words, there was THC in a CBD product. But either way, he's facing a 10 game suspension now. But I think that's interesting to know now too cuz that's they their, signed they
0: signed Kareem Hunt. Well, I'm I just But they, so more they, of they, a football
1: they, thing here. They dropped Callaway. That's um it's cuz he's 10-game suspension and his talent's not good enough. But I think it'll be interesting because that's the deep threat. Not like the only deep threat, but he's the speedy guy. So now who's it going to be? Probably Odell. They still right. have
0: the talent. They it's got to be Odell. They still have the talent on that team to be able to yeah. do things. It just – it's Baker's trying to do it too much too many times. Yeah, I've, I've seen it too many times. I, I think it's before, more of a quarterback head coach
1: problem than in other situations. For sure. I don't
0: think it's a quarterback what's around him. Problem. I, think, no, I do think that, it's a yeah, that's what I'm saying. I
1: think it. I think it's a combination of the two.
0: What I was saying before was that today is the 14th of November. Steelers bronze Thursday night football. So you know, I may eat my words tonight. T-minus two if, hours. If Baker is the first person in 400,000 years or whatever, I don't, that's just an estimate to beat the Steelers. Period. It's been it's been a long time. It's it's in it's in Cleveland. So I guess they have more than a, I guess they have a fighting chance. I hope the Steelers lose. I'm just going to be honest.
1: Wow. I just, you know, I don't, I don't particularly. I love like your you. Teams. You're the, you're my favorite. Person I don't, I don't world. particularly Aww. like your teams.
0: Oh, that's fine. I don't particularly like the people sitting around me right now. We don't <laughs> need to talk about it. Speaking of things I don't like, I don't like to see a guy named Lamar Jackson look really friggin' good. He is extremely real, and that is extremely scary, because. I, Joe Flacco, I could always make fun of. I could always make fun of Joe Flacco. He had one career season, and then somebody labels him as elite, gets a lot of money, and then every time he throws a he pick, got a lot of money. All of the, all too of much the, money. All of the Steelers' you know, beat Twitter accounts are like, elite reception every time he... elite reception. elite Reception, yeah, every time he throws a pick. Damn. Because, you know, he's a joke. He's poor. And in, in fucking Denver right now, he looks... He's hurt. He's on the IR. Oh, no, no, he's, he's hurt. He's hurt. Hold he's
1: on, just, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to hear any flacco in denver slander only because of the fact that the problems in denver are not joe flacco no no,
0: i know i'm saying he's been you can put whiny. jesus in that he's backfield and he ain't saving anything he's been whiny he's just whining oh my god why we don't on aggressive? okay that's fine he's right talk dude. to
1: your coach okay okay but look see the thing with flacco is there's always been that thing oh he doesn't care enough he's all nonchalant blah, blah blah then he cares and people start ripping on him and that's not fair because he's showing that he cares and he's showing that he's the only one out there that wants to win and his head coach looks like an idiot I don't think you can have that criticism of Flacco because when he was too silent, people bitched, and now that he's not being silent, people are complaining too.
0: Well, Jay Cutler syndrome.
1: Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent, but you know, one won the Super Bowl, the other didn't. So I think there is as much as you know, Flacco did get overpaid. I think if he wasn't overpaid, we'd be sitting here saying he's a pretty good quarterback for his situation. But yeah,
2: yeah, but, but that is the complete opposite of Lamar. Lamar's incredible. I, I, Lamar, Lamar. Looks Lamar so I don't think we've. I don't good. I don't think there's ever, like, in our generation, I don't think we've seen, I mean, other than Mike Vick, but we didn't see Mike Vick when he was, you know, we were, we were, like, too young to kind of remember Mike Vick in Atlanta, but, yeah, like, of things that we've seen, I don't think we've ever seen a quarterback or a player in the NFL, like, a, a, not a player, a quarterback like Lamar Jackson right no. now. That dude makes so much happen. With his legs, and then he throws dimes, too. He throws darts down the middle of the field, and, like, I mean, his receiving core is ridiculous, um, but, I mean, that, that dude is crazy. He's so uber-talented and just does whatever he wants, and there's no scheme to really stop him.
0: Greg Roman and John Harbaugh have done such a good job, and this is, this is coming very objectively from me. Have done a really good job of catering that offense a little bit more college-style, to mm-hmm. fit his mm-hmm. intangibles, which is his, you know, his unworldly athleticism. Yeah, And by doing that, it just makes him so much, so much harder to stop, especially with, you know, a lot of old-school defensive schemes that are in a lot of the old heads, uh, you know, as DCs in the NFL right now. These these guys, especially up in the uh, <laughs> Matt, not Matt Patricia. Who's the uh, DC in, in, in New England right now? What what's this no idea. I, I can't yeah. remember. All I know is that they really got tossed around by uh, Lamar and company. They really built a scheme that was able to solve the Patriots' defense, which nobody's done this year. Yeah, that scares me. I think this team is more contenders than the Niners are.
2: Brian Flores. Oh no, no, not Brian Flores. Sorry, Brian Flores, head coach. Good try. Miami. Miami. Um, coaches. Whoever it is,
0: Donnie, you'll you'll chime in. I, when yeah. it, when it, when it's coming. In. I think Lamar's real. So, I, so do I. I think um I think.
1: I think it'll be the closest thing we can imagine is like when Michael Vick got in trouble. Uh mm-hmm. that gap that we missed. Yep. That should be Lamar in his prime cuz that was like Mike Vick's. Prime. And he
0: doesn't seem like he has these off the field issues. Yeah. I think Lamar's. I think Lamar's Lamar fantastic. We you know who I don't think is fantastic. Um but you know y'all think is is fantastic. Yeah, one
2: good year. Tana hype train baby. Dude, me and Dill are on the Tana Hill hype train. This guy is awesome. Welcome aboard. Choo choo.
0: My, Go I posed Titans. this question before, before the week before he was given the start over Mariota, I posed this question to the, my physical therapist, who's I there would talk to you guys about this too. Um, who was working on my knee and I said, and he is a, uh, Miami fan. He's from Pittsburgh and he's a Miami fan. He's just one of those one of those people who like, doesn't want to root for the hometown. He just wants to root for another team, whatever. There's people like that. They confuse me. They confuse me a lot, but there are people like that. I posed this question and I said, do you think Tannehill will be able to like turn this turn this Tennessee team around? Who has some decent young offensive weapons. And he said, you know, Tannehill over the past five years is arguably a top 10 to 15 quarterback. And I said, oh, hell no. He's outside the top 20 easily. But, you know, through stats and everything, he he kind of convinced me a little bit on his side. But I still don't believe, you know, he's all that. And, you know, I will preface. I haven't watched a whole lot of old Tannehill. I don't really have a reason to watch Miami necessarily however he watched you know almost every Miami game and he says what you guys are saying is that he didn't have a team around him he had one year where he had a good team he's had a little some shit with injuries poor coaching which has always been an issue now he's in Tennessee Mike Vrabel is somebody I never want to meet in a bar but he looks like a looks like a smart dude maybe Maybe he's real. I I'm this I've never been I'm gonna be on this is the most on the fence I'm gonna be about any call all day. Is I don't know if he's real or not. I can't make a call.
1: I think um I agree with your P your PT. Um he he really didn't have anybody around him for a while. And then that one good year he had, he got hurt right before the playoffs. And then Bud Dupree got murdered or Bud Dupree murdered Matt Moore in the uh in the first round and uh, it all went downhill from there. Um, I think, I think, I don't think he's you know great, but I think he's better than,
2: I think he's better than uh, you I, know,
0: I make him out terrible.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, Tannehill. Um, I'm also with Dylan and Ziggy's physical therapist on this. Tannehill is for real. I think he's underrated. Um, dude was a wide receiver coming into college at Texas A&M switched over to quarterback so he obviously has the athleticism to get out of the pocket he's a big guy he can take a hit right he can throw downfield he's he's not afraid um to go out there and say i know that like i'm gonna go out there and make a play even though i don't have really have the resume
0: that other guys might do like and he, that's and that's what scares me is that his his just undying fearlessness on the field yep I, th- I really, I really scares me. He's like a skinny Cam Newton. Yeah. Yes, but <laughs> I think that's
2: also good because
0: no, 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 I'm he's not like,
2: bad. Like, exactly, like he's not Cam Newton. You know, like Cam Newton. You know, as as much criticism as he's gotten in his career is uber athletic. And Tannehill doesn't get the same love just because he didn't have a team in Miami and he came into Tennessee as the backup. But now, right? Tennessee has a ridiculous red zone, uh, like, touchdown percentage it's, with Tannehill coming in. It's like 10 T- for
1: 10 with Tannehill, which is um, 70, 72% for the entire year, which is fifth best in the NFL. That's phenomenal. But he's 10 for
0: 10 since being the starting quarterback of week seven. Yeah, like, I mean, it's good. I'm not saying it's not good. I just, I don't know where I stand yet. I'm going to have to really watch the rest of the year. Tana hype train. Come aboard. I guess them them in Oakland. We are, should make shirts. Sure. Are... I want a shirt that says Dude, China I want one. Train. Yeah, cut offs. <laughs> We're making shirts. Yeah, let's go, Ryan. You guys can make shirts. I'm gonna not not wear one of those. Ryan Sorry. Tannehill. We don't have them for
2: you anyway. Ryan Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry, 2020. Let's do it. <laughs> All right.
0: Maybe. I mean, there's, there's, I'd vote for them over some people. We only go into politics. But uh, you know, I. <laughs> I I if he can take him to the playoffs, if he can steal a six seed, I'll be I'll be convinced enough to call him real. You know who does steal things though, not like in a in a in a criminal sense, but who steals the love of America, the hearts of America. Gino Smith.
2: Yeah, a little small th- a- Hails. Hails. did you say heads or tails now, watching it live <laughs> oh this is this is
0: like a whole uh blue dress yellow dress whatever that was yes. blue dress, gold dress kind of yeah. kind of yeah. thing
1: blue black golden brown whatever, w- whatever yeah. it was this is the thing, or whatever the other thing Thing too. that we'll be talking to our yeah. kids
0: about um you know in 20 years i i was convinced when he when when he he called the toss i thought he said heads Ref said, oh, heads. And I was just like, oh, okay. I didn't think anything of it. And I, I thought I he said it. tails live when I was watching. I it. thought he I said heads. I thought he said Ted, t- tails. Listening, listening, listening to tell. it back. I can't tell. Listening to it back, it could hey, be I either else. or. That's high level strats. I think, I
2: think
1: strats. basing off of Richard Sherman reaction, it must have been heads. Because you know for sure Sherman would have lost his mind on the spot. I think that's like right. But
0: I did. it just means that Gino has... He's God. He's he's going to be – he's just this backup. I think he's going to stay in the league for a long time as a backup. I don't know why. A lot of backups – that's really interesting to me is why some backups just end up as backups. And they just stay. And you're like, what? They're still in the fucking league? They're still around? And, you know, you see – I was like John Kitna. John, John, John Kitna, Kitna was around Bruce Gragkowski <laughs> – Cole McCoy's still alive, Chase isn't Daniel. he? Chase Daniel. Chase Daniel's, Daniel's still like, alive. This year, he had never, Matt like, Castle. Yeah. Matt Schaub is alive. Matt Schaub plays for the Falcons. It's he all started these the game this players year. that you're like. I remember when they started for like a few seasons, and they were like, "Okay, I guess the franchise." Um, and they're still, and they're still here. It surprises me, you know, compared to some quarterbacks who just fall out of the league quickly. Sometimes they just disappear, disappear on rosters. Um. Last thing in the NFL before we move on is the uh San Jose Saints or the I don't know why I what the whoa the, the New Orleans Saints are they real yeah yes yeah for sure yes For sure. i i agree with the real i think this is a, yes it's a consensus real but i was a very very confident that i'm going in i had them winning the super bowl in my preseason and i am now
1: didn't i tell you they would struggle i did I told you they would struggle, and Green Bay and Seattle would be the best two teams in the NFC. And uh, all I'm saying is,
0: hey, you had some other shit predictions. I know too, really.
1: the NFC very well,
0: but the Saints are still for real. Yeah, yeah, but the I, you, you didn't have the, I had the Vikings making the playoffs. You didn't have the Vikings yeah, I making mean, the playoffs.
1: I, I'm just, I'm just confused.
0: I don't, I don't know why the Saints are. On I, ha- why well, have Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why the Saints are on this list. I put them on the list. I put them on the list because of the Falcons game. Uh, on, on Sunday. And yes, so, they did they so did make game. it with Teddy Bridge. Well, no, one game, the fact that their run scheme, Alvin Kamara has not had a 100-yard game since week one. He
1: also missed a couple games,
0: though. He did miss a couple games. Three games I'm, so. not, I'm not saying yes. I'm yeah. saying they um are relying a lot on the pass game. And my worry is that that scares me more when a team relies a lot on the pass game if that just isn't clicking. Yeah. Uh, As soon as Mark Ingram left, I was worried about the
1: situation. Like, I was worried. that's That was the reason why. One of the reasons why I didn't have them as, like, super successful this year. Like, I still had to make the playoffs and so win the division and everything, but... Uh, the one, the one major thing that threw me off was that once, once Mark Ingram left, I was like, I don't know if this running offense is going to sustain what it had last year. Because
0: so. Kamara isn't, you know, a, a worldly bruiser of a running back. Murray, Murray is. He looked good when he when he showed up, but um, I I just I don't know if he um can carry the load. I don't. I it really starts with that run offense. I mean, they're for real. Really I'm just does. gonna say it. I just, I mean, I know they're still gonna make the playoffs. Yeah. I just, I'm not. I'm less confident. Is why I'm saying that. That's it. I know. I, I, I don't know if I'm willing that. to make, make that, that assumption
2: off of one game. But. No, I Me mean neither. Yeah.
0: The Falcons
1: also beat the Eagles. Like, not to, mm-hmm. the Eagles aren't even in the same caliber as the Saints. So, like. The who? The Eagles. The Falcons beat the Eagles. It's the only other one they have. Is, is that a college football team or something?
0: Like, I don't. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean I can't say anything because yeah, yeah, my, my yeah. lurs are coach are are yeah. being Yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know, who's your quarterback? He's a, uh he just came out of high oh. school. Oh right, right. Speaking right, of right. college football. We're,
2: college gonna football sucks. we're gonna move on we're gonna move on to the, the 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 college football playoff.
0: Penn State got clapped. Oh. Yeah, we're I'm Woo! so happy
2: about that. Sorry. Um yeah, we don't like Penn State over here at Temple. Um Does any
1: does anyone? No one does. It's not just a People in-state college no, just know. put on a facade.
0: That's all it is. Yeah, they Kool-Aid. get brain. They get this brainwashed. Baby.
2: Um, That's what it is. But yeah, so the recent rankings came out. LSU is at one. Ohio State two. Uh, who's it? Uh, no. no. Bama. Bama's. Five. Bama's at five. Yeah. Bama's yeah, at five. Georgia's four. Wait, who's? Clemson. Clemson's three. Why Ohio at State pull this two. Up, LSU, LSU dude. one. Um, but yeah. Bama at five. Um, so, let's let's talk about Bama for a second. I know that you two don't watch as much college football or pay attention to it as much as I, don't, I do. I don't
0: really pay a lot of attention until they make it pro, um, to be honest.
2: But Bama, right? So, so Bama has, in, in the playoffs six-year history, Bama has been in the playoff each time. They haven't won, but they've been in the playoff each time.
1: Had some crazy games, too.
2: People are... Mainly Bama fans and people in that area are pissed that they're not in the playoff right now. But let's think about that. Like, Bama has had... An absolute joke of a schedule. They do this every year. They have a joke of a schedule, and then when they lose, people get mad when they go down in the rankings. Like, their opponents up until the LSU game, Duke, New Mexico State, South Carolina, Southern Miss, Mississippi, Texas A&M, Tennessee, Arkansas, none of them ranked.
0: They have the 39th most difficult strength of schedule and the 10th uh, strongest strength of record. Now I mean Clemson's in the in the top three and they have the 69th uh, strongest schedule. Yeah, but they're undefeated. That's the difference. You, you lose you lose games no matter who's it to. It's not. It doesn't look good. This
1: is why I don't like college sports. So like, don't get me wrong. You know you have that. A great ending with like the fourth like i think that's great the playoffs are great but i think they need to expand it more i think they need to knock off i this, agree they need to knock off this crap of oh let's play alabama versus citadel i wonder who's gonna win yeah <laughs> no, like, like that like you just knock that off exactly. like that game you can get rid of like what two to three games a year yeah with that. like you get rid of the citadel game you get rid of the uh when they play penn you get rid of this other game right Hold on. hold on you get rid of that right and then it's like oh let's have a 16 game playoff 16 team playoff instead and then, and that then, and then somebody's games. gonna ask for
0: thirty-two game, and then this becomes March Madness for football. Is that a problem? I think so. I don't think that's.
1: I don't. I think, think... you limit it at sixteen, and you stop there because you know just because. I just think, because just because you get to sixteen
0: doesn't mean I you think. You go to 32. I think I think the difference between one and sixteen is really big. I think it's a really big difference at one and sixteen. Okay, well I think it needs to be more than four. I agree. I think I think eight's a really good number.
1: I just think that the,
0: my point was that they waste all these games every year with Batman versus Citadel for well, no the reason. And that I, in that like yeah, I mean, they are they are go. tune-up games. Yes, tet- that's what they call them. But it's it's how these small programs get money because they get paid money to get dicked on. Yeah. Like, but like, it's, like these programs get you know, five hundred K a million dollars. I mean I'm aware of that. That funds but them for a this large is, This is why of it. I don't
1: like college sports. That's my whole point. It's not like I get it that you know, oh well, you know, they're they're out there playing the win, they're you know, their kids are not playing for money. It's like I, I get that. It's not about the athletes. It's about everything surrounding it. It's not it's not high quality football when you see Citadel versus Bama or UAB versus
2: Ohio State. You and that, know what's going to happen when right. you walk
1: into it except for the occasional upset. It's like great, what is that? Six upsets out
2: of 140 matches. Like what? And that and and that is my exact point as to why people shouldn't be upset that Bama is out of the top 4. They've
0: had They should be happy. I think the only people that are upset are They should Bama be happy. Fans. They should be happy God that forbid, they're
2: God forbid. They should be happy that away. they're at 5. Their schedule is stupid um before the LSU game and, you know, they lose a a very close game, a very good game to LSU, and you're at five. You should be happy, right? Uh, then And also, like, they don't control their own destiny now, which should scare them. It's basically Auburn and Georgia control their destiny just based on the rest of the schedule for the SEC. Um, right now, they're not in a position to make the SEC championship game either, which doesn't help. Um, but two teams continue. Go, Ziggy.
0: Well What I was, was going to say is, Putting so much pressure on one game in the middle of a season is saying, if you lose this game, your entire season is down the drain. Because if your goal is making the the playoff and you lose one game on some, you know, dumb stuff, even though even maybe it's not dumb stuff like uh, the Bama LSU game, that was a a fair game through and through. Mm -hmm. But if you lose one game on some dumb stuff and that just forces you out of the playoff because, oh, you have one loss on your record. Now you can't potentially compete for the, you know, your conference championship game. And there's two other teams that are undefeated. And they pretty much have, you know, locks if they're in a, in a, in a big five conference. Expanding it to eight takes – makes games more – I don't want to say – I don't say... I would
2: be a fan of, of getting the playoff to eight teams, but I would kind of stop it there.
0: Oh, no, I wouldn't go past – I wouldn't go past – Once you go past eight, the quality really drops. I, yes. Think, yes. I, think, I think you could do 12, and I think you could do 12. 12 with buys for the first that's, four? That's what I think. That would be, be interesting because I think expanding it also gives teams that are in, you know, uh, the next five – like the American. It
1: gives them that opportunity,
0: conference. Yeah. The opportunity all that those
1: fringe pl- fringe teams that are like they're they're good, but like you don't know if they're good but they could upset.
0: Cuz they win if they if you win all your games or you only lose one game as a as a lesser conference team, you still could potentially be a good enough team. You just haven't had the opportunity to play actual teams. And if you don't have the opportunity and and, and you know, the committee saying, "Well, you know, it sucks to suck. You didn't get a chance to play good teams even though you won all your games." <laughs> Sucks to suck, you're going to play in a, in, in a New Year's Eve bowl game. You don't have a chance to prove yourself. What's the point? And that goes into the next two
2: teams that we're talking about with Minnesota and Baylor, where these two teams, first off, shout out Matt Rule at Baylor, former Temple coach. Um, but yeah, Minnesota and Baylor, um, two teams that no one expected to be in the positions that they're in right now. But, you know, Minnesota just, as we said, just beat Penn State. And Baylor is Ranked 10th in the country, both are undefeated. Um, both are in positions right now to possibly play in their conference championship game. And if it comes down to it, I mean, these two teams deserve to be in the playoff more than any other team.
0: Yeah, yeah no, that's that's fair. I mean, they they have it's if some... they if they go undefeated, yes, these oh, two teams deserve absolutely. to be in the playoff more, than especially because of the conference that they're in as well. Yep, that well, that's what does it. it is like if you're undefeated from a good conference or if you have one loss from a good conference. You know, you really have a fighting, a fighting shot, depending on how you know the rest of the of the country shakes out. But if you're from a lesser five conference, hasn't had your chance to prove it against actual teams, you have to rely on all these other big program teams not living up to their name to even get an something a sniff of an opportunity. Yep. It, it, I mean, it frustrates you. It's just the NCAA is yeah, dumb. It's dumb. It's just dumb. We've, we're going to say this every episode that you know the NCAA is dumb, dumb, dumb absolutely dumb
2: and minnesota i mean rushing close to and i think if you look at both teams minnesota has the better shot at being well not maybe not have the better shot but they should if they went out they should be ahead of baylor minnesota has iowa northwestern and wisconsin left on their schedule both iowa and wisconsin are ranked and then possibly the big 10 championship game and baylor has oklahoma which should be a really exciting game oklahoma texas and kansas um minnesota is rushing close to 200 yards a game and passing close to 240 they're converting on almost half of their third down conversions a little over 80 percent on their fourth down conversions um and baylor i mean baylor is drawing 60 yards a game in penalties um and opponents have run more plays on them than they've and their offense has run and I think that's a problem but their defense is always going to come up big. Um but I mean yeah, both teams great kind of Cinderella stories I guess if you want to put it for college uh football terms. Um but yeah, I think Minnesota has the better chance to be in the playoff given all the that they're riding off their Penn State win right now too.
0: I'm not I'm it is. It is what it is. I'm not. I'm not super thrilled about a lot of things that is in college football, which is why I don't, it doesn't really appeal to me. Why it doesn't really appeal to Dylan? Wait, wait till you get to the pros and prove it. There's a lot of college football schemes that just aren't very appealing to watch, especially like big triple option. I hate watching triple options. The
2: triple option does suck. I like the options. I uh, think options great. It makes my but butt the w- the the way that like Army hard. runs it is super annoying. Where they are set up and then they look over to the coach. And then yeah. they run the play like that's annoying, yeah. you know,
0: like it's dumb. It's it's dumb. People will just be falling over, slipping over. So it's, just, it's just like it's just creating chaos on one side of the field. That's all it is. You know what else is chaotic hockey? Hockey season, fellas. It's the Encho. Starting that. You really finished that champagne cold. I really I like did. that double bubble, double bubble drink.
2: Neither of you were drinking it.
0: That's fine. I'll, I'll vemma you twenty-seven cents later for that. Ooh. Uh, Don, big Islanders fan, right?
1: I uh, hate the Islanders, God. Me too, man. I hate me them. Too. There's
0: a big Rangers,
2: there's two big Rangers things in my room right now, so, as you can tell, I, I yeah, I'm in them. enemy territory, it's kind of gross. It's okay, I like the Flyers more than I like the Islanders. Yeah, I'm I don't like say. the
1: Rangers more than I like the Islanders, I like the Rangers a lot less I than I like, like the Islanders. I like Pittsburgh Penguins. <laughs> yeah, I like you our a hockey, lot, a lot, a lot less.
2: Our hockey teams don't like each other. No, but not the, at but, all. But, but that's, that's besides the point, we all don't like the
0: Islanders. So uh, this great. is for Dill real quick before we, before we get into the Islanders. I like the
1: Islanders a whole hell of a lot more than like either of your
0: two teams. Before before you talk about the Islanders, real fake, uh, both of you do. Dill, you see that? What was it SB Nation? The Claude Giroux? Yes, it was fantastic. Sid Beef? It was fantastic. That was good. It was great. Uh, highly recommend watching. I like that uh, watching that stuff.
1: I like the way it ended. It was good.
0: It was it was a good it was a good end of the story. It was like oh yeah, and now and now Sid's out.
1: Yeah. So it's like yeah, aww. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm mean, where it's kind of like woohoo but that's n- all right. Not that I want him to be hurt. I don't want him to be hurt, but he's like, just—he's just—it it benefits us.
0: Obviously. He's just a kid. Right. He, he, well, why would you root against him? All right, Don. I mean, talk about your anymore, talk about your land masses or whatever they are.
2: <laughs> so the Islanders. Um, as much as we don't like the Islanders, the Islanders are playing really good hockey right now. 9 0 one
1: in their last ten. Nine
2: zero and one, thirteen and 3, 13 3 and one overall. Um, the core. That they have of Matthew Barzal, Josh Bailey, Brock Nelson, Derek Broussard. Oh, Derek Brassard in an Islanders uniform kills me, by the way. Uh, Anders Lee. Yes, he played for the Pens and the Rangers. Um, uh, Bovillier and Johnny Boychuk, And now that Jordan Eberle and Nick Letty are back, that core is so solid. And they have Barry Trotz as their head coach, too. Like, that... That is very. That's a very nice setup. Who's their goalie again? They didn't so sell a goalie, right? They do like a goalie by committee thing. They have Thomas Grease and Semyon Varlamov. Each have played nine games. Varlamov has a goals against average 2.56. Grease, who's like a career backup, is ridiculous at 1.88. Yeah. Like that. That's crazy. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, the Islanders, real or fake? I think they're.
1: I think they're real. Too. I think they're real. Yeah, yeah, I think they're a good team. Um, it's hard to it's hard to argue with the numbers so far. Like, hockey is a crazy game. But
2: if you I think start right off, now, yeah,
1: they're just if they keep playing the way they are, they're. I mean, nine zero and one in their last ten games, and I think it was a shootout loss or an overtime loss. I don't think it was like a, a regulation loss, but no, they're they're pretty good. They're really really good, and I think they're real. I think they're a playoff team. I think they'll be top three. Definitely not wild card.
2: Yeah. No, they'll they'll make the playoffs and I think the the scary scariest... be them in the caps in the top yeah. one and two and then I think the and the scariest thing about it is how solid that core is. There's there's no one that's really like an overarching like guy on that team and everyone else is following him. It's uh, everyone else is kinda together. All the those Barry guys Trout's team is also always scary, uh, especially Barry... in the playoffs. Yeah, and that, that list of guys that I rattled off, all of them Except for Eberly and Letty who just came back from injury. All of them have more than ten points. Yeah. All of them. This isn't like a like an Oilers situation where, where you have two guys. Sky Seidel and McDavid scoring right. everything, yeah. And but the other thing I wanted to say about um the Oilers that not the Oilers, the Islanders. We'll talk about the Oilers in a second. Um as of two days ago, the Islanders had nine games in twenty seven days. That's kind of stupid like like that that is bad for scheduling purposes how does that happen exactly that's what i'm saying the nhl has done bad with scheduling so far this year but i will say is that early on in the season it allows them to gain chemistry back and it works out the kinks um in practice you know compared to games which count um but you know it it could hurt later on in the season and potentially the playoffs when you have to play basically every other day um but yeah so real for the Islanders,
0: um, Dill. I'm not gonna sort of stay in this. I'm not gonna step, you know, into into a pool of something that I am not proficient enough or knowledgeable enough, like the NHL, to to speak about. Um mm-hmm. I love to listen. So Dill, what do you think? Real or fake for the uh, for the Isles?
1: Um, I said it when you were uh, out, but uh, I think they're real too. I agree. Um, I think they're a good team. I think they just do everything right.
2: Um, and then now moving on to the Oilers. Real or fake? Yeah, um... I don't know. I mean, obviously, their
1: they're top line's yeah. real. I mean... Oh, my God, yeah. It's pretty... It's pretty, uh... It's pretty straightforward. Their top line's are really good. Um. Connor McDavid, obviously, his second coming of Gretzky himself, basically, Ridiculous. at this point. Ridiculous, yeah. Um, 22, 22 years, years, old. years old. Yeah, when I found out he was 22 years old, I was dumbfounded. Like, 400
2: points. I know. 400.
1: Like, I knew he was young, That's but I didn't realize... Me. I didn't realize he was two years older than me. Yeah, like, like that. Um... I mean and between you know it's just they're a good team and James Neal's playing better. James yeah. Neal's playing much better.
2: And I think um I am going to say real uh for the Oilers just based on the um the play of Leon Draisaitl and Connor McDavid. Um the Oilers probably not might not be a top 4 team in the West. But they're definitely, like, at worst, a second-round exit in the playoffs, I would say. I mean, um, right, right now, they're, they're – I mean, right top. now, right now, they're, they're crazy. The, top the, Pacific. yeah. the Pacific's crazy, actually, yeah.
1: between them, Vancouver, uh, Calgary, all the
2: Canadian teams yeah. there are playing really, really well. Drysidal, 15 goals, 21 um, assists. McDavid, 11 goals, 20 assists. James Neal, 12 goals, 2 assists. And then Zach Cassian, kind of coming out of nowhere, right. has 6 goals and 8 assists. Okay.
0: James Neal. Like, James Neal that played for Penn's Preds. Yeah, yes. scum. yeah
1: That's that scum James He's in Neal. Edmonton right now. Yeah. Well, he was in, he was in, Vegas. in uh, Vegas, Vegas. He Calgary. had a great season, and then he went free agent Calgary, and then they did basically a trade with... Oh, yeah, I remember when he was in Calgary. And Neal, right? yep. yeah, ...and they were both, you know, scums.
2: So. And then the Oilers also have, you know, Ryan Nugent Hopkins also, who hasn't put up the numbers that McDavid no. has, but that guy was a number one overall pick, and it's still yeah. ridiculous. And he was
1: good last year, too. Yeah.
2: Um... Their penalty kill is fourth in the league, which is much better than it has been in the past. Um, and you know while they have they're giving up two point six five goals against uh, a game and are making thirty saves a game, probably need to cut that down a little bit um, and get into like the the mid twenties or something. But as I mean, when you have a line like Drysaitl and McDavid um, and Nugent Hopkins together and I mean, the offense can speak for itself, and the defense just has to be steady.
0: End of the day, you think you think that are they on schedule in terms of? No, they're late. You think they're
1: late? They wasted. It. They're oh, wasting. Oh, so they so late. They, they've wasted so, years. There's a whole big thing. Um, last year, their ownership group overhauled. All this crazy, just like how the the Oilers are are single handedly wasting Connor McDavid. There's yeah, they're
2: so late. They had yeah. Taylor Hall, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, and Connor McDavid.
0: Well, like no, now they don't have one of those.
2: Well, not yeah, obviously, but when you have Taylor those Hall's three, not playing that great, right?
1: isn't even a rough rough year
0: for New Jersey? Yeah, New Jersey's playing horrible.
2: New Jersey, so. yeah, they're they're playing horrible. I love um, it, but but you know, like, I mean, they're so late, so yeah. late, and it's about time that they put a better product out there. Yeah, it, it's it's really baffling how bad they were with
1: Connor yeah. David. Um, but yeah, I think they're. I think they're. So insane. you're
0: saying, like, but like this is this is the year they need to do something with him. Yes. Yeah, it should have yeah, been like they, last they, year, probably. I, yeah, yeah, but, but no. But this, I is, agree. this is. Yeah, hands they have down to. They have to start. When they need yeah. to move. I mean,
1: obviously, he's still got years to play. He's only like 22, and he's insane. But yeah, you're
0: saying, you're saying he's he's insane. He is ridiculous. Now, insane. You have insane good, and you have insane bad. Great. Spain bad. Insane bad. Don Definitely Don not bad. Definitely not. Bad. Don. Well, Don Cherry. Don Cherry. is bad. insane. Hold right, hold
1: on, hold on, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Before we start hopping away, we got one more team to talk about, real or fake. You're in the great city of this team, Philadelphia Flyers. You gotta talk about this team,
0: okay? Got some ugly colors, but yeah, continue. Shut up! Shut up! My whole city's golden black. Get out of here. Anyway. Ma- it. Makes it easy. It makes it streamlined. Yeah, it makes it it's dorkish.
1: Beautiful. Anyway, it's it's not. It's not. Anyway, anyway,
0: anyway. <laughs> so,
1: Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, their last. They're currently sitting at third in the Met. Third in the Met. Um. Just behind uh, 23 points, just behind Capitals, who were you know off to a blazing start, and the Islanders themselves are off to a blazing start. Um, since November 1st, Flyers have played seven games. Out of those seven games, six have gone into overtime. How many have they won? Six. six. Oh. Uh, no, five. Oh. Um, so they went. New Jersey, not a great team, beat them. But then they beat the top teams in the Atlantic, they beat... Toronto, they beat um, Carolina, who was good, really good. Um, Montreal, Toronto, or they only they lost to Toronto once, um, and then they beat the Bruins, and they just lost to the Caps. Oh, they stay healthy. Um, they are, and yep. the players that they signed, uh, you got T K, Oscar Lindblom, and Sean Couturier. That second line is probably the best second line in the entire league.
2: I I would also agree that yeah. that's the best. T K's got line. nineteen points alone. Lindblom's Travis? got
1: fourteen. Couturier's got thirteen. Yeah. Um, I think they're real.
2: Travis connecting is ridiculously yeah. good. This
1: team is – this is the first time in a very long time we've had a real coach that sits there and they make people people take um, take responsibility for their actions. If they're not playing well, he's going to tell them. And now you finally have a team with all the young kids. Let the kids play. They're letting the kids play. And the kids are playing well. And, you know, we obviously have a goalie for the first time. In. We have two goalies at this point. Elliot and Hart are both playing phenomenal. So I think they're real. I think
0: they're a real team. I think they're a playoff team.
2: For sure. Real. Real. I'm just gonna I'm, say I'm it.
0: not gonna put a say. I, I, would, yeah, not, sorry, I nobody, would not. Nobody nobody wants to know you say. I wouldn't so. I wouldn't like him. I would not like him be real, but you know.
2: I'm with Diggy, but they are for real. They are for real. It's it's
0: very
1: sure.
2: weird being a Flyers
0: fan having a, an actual good team. So two things. Moving on from NHL here. Um, first thing we will talk about Don Cherry for a second, split yes. second. Uh, kind of give a recap and a couple words about that. But we will have a uh, a more mini episode, a, thir- a thirty minute talk discussion more about sports personalities and athletes themselves and whether or not we believe that, you know, they should be utilizing their platform for good, whether or not they should really stand by and be stubborn uh, in, you know, in what they're saying, like Don Cherry was. Uh, you know, kind of how they, we feel like they should approach their, their, their you know, their, their beliefs, not their, their beliefs, platforms. Their platform, how they should approach their platforms and how they should approach, like, you know, spewing their stances uh, to millions of people. In addition to this, after NHL, we were going to get into the English Premier League, um, but we are a little bit short on time. Uh, we had a good discussion, you know, long discussion leading up to this, and that will also be pushed into a second episode uh, coming out in the next week, maybe two weeks tops, um, where we'll just be talking about uh, whether or not we think that you know, Leicester City, Sheffield United, West Ham United, uh, these three teams, maybe Everton as well, who have kind of had funky seasons to start out uh, a few months into the season, whether or not we think that they are you know, real and fake. Talk about which of the top sixes, um, you know, at, at Spurs, United, and Arsenal, or we don't believe are going to make it in the top six. What are the surprises we we you know are excited to look out for? As well as touch on the uh, Sterling Gomez beef, um, that happened over the past week and how poorly Gareth Southgate handled that. Yeah. Um, as well as okay, how so you know a lot of it in soccer, as well as basketball, as well as hockey. Uh, like we talked about the whole Sid Claudio thing. Um, how how beef at a club level. Can leak into international, and potentially you know cause some dysfunction um, for international teammates, but club rivals. So we'll be getting into that uh, in another episode. But uh, like I said before, we're gonna touch on Don Cherry for a second. Yeah. Don, I want to give a recap.
2: So Don Cherry basically um, was a an analyst, I guess you could say, on Hockey Night in Canada. Um, big thing in Canada. Um, like the like the premiere It's on SportsNet. Yeah, it's on SportsNet like the premiere like hockey uh like game of the night. It's uh, Ron McLean and Don Cherry would go on. They'd preview the game, all this stuff. They they talk about the league. Um Don Cherry, ex-coach in the league. Uh basically the most racist guy that the that
0: like hockey has ever seen. One well, one of them. You can't you can't say anybody's the most, but he's he's, he's pretty damn up there. Yeah.
2: Um and he basically just it was it was veterans it was Remembrance Day, um in Canada. Yep. And he basically just was like, Oh yeah, um immigrants in Canada, like, no, like get out of here. Um It was all because
1: there were certain people that would not want to wear the pin. Yeah. It was about yeah, the, yeah, pin, the
2: poppies. The yeah. red poppy that they yeah. were wearing. It was about And that. and Cherry basically uh has just been coddled throughout his entire um broadcast career and he's been given second chance after second chance after second chance. Um, and it's about time that, you know, in Sportsnet, you know, fired him, uh, they let him oh, go because of it. Um, and it's just about time that it's happened. Um, there's so many immigrants in Canada. Um, this is an, an athletic article I read. Um, according to statistics, statistics, Canada in 2016, 51.5% of Toronto was made up of visible minorities. Um, you can't say stuff like that. Um, and just be like, I'm not going to apologize for it because that's Can't how even, I say like it's really not a. It's not a... Like no, you, that, and either. you shouldn't... Exactly, you shouldn't you, you, be thinking. Referencing
0: the people as you people is, yes. is, is a problem. It's not yeah. a politically correct thing. This is like an It's a problem. It's, it's an insensitivity. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. and yeah. it's been a thing that he's... crappy human being. Right, and, and this might... This is... He said a lot of horrible things, but this is by far the worst thing that he yeah. has said.
1: He was inspired last year too because, God forbid, you know somebody wants to celebrate their win with their fans. Yeah. Like the whole uh, bunch oh of jerks God. thing because you have the storm surge for the hurricanes, which is loved by so many because it's, I, it's I a cool do, tradition. do love that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. They, they, did, uh, they did one for Halloween where they had one of the players go in penalty box and he gave out candy. So like, you know, but they had that issue with a bunch of jerks coming. It's just past his time. He had his time when he was, he's, he was like, you know, one of the faces of the NHL. And now it's just
0: everybody's. You he's know, been,
2: been, and he's been out of the spotlight for years. Like yeah. he should, he should have been gone so much earlier. He only has his about suits, time. his fancy suits. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's about time that he's the gone. The whole,
0: the whole thing nowadays is you know calling out boomers for a, uh, who, <laughs> everything they stand for and how antiquated they are. However, Don Cherry was born in the '30s. He's pre-boomer. Yeah. He should have been out here, out of this, you know, commentating ring 15 years ago, and, he's, and the man's still sticking around. And he's the same age as my
1: grandpa. Wow. <laughs>
0: Yeah, old he's an old old guy. But we will be getting into uh, stuff like that a little bit more in depth on a separate episode. Get out of here, so, Don Cherry. Get so out of here. look out for that. Now wrapping up today's episode, we'll be diving into the world of basketball. Uh, season just got started underway. It's been uh, I think we're at you know teams are between like n- nine and fifteen games depending on what you're doing. NBA NBA scheduling is still kind of whack. So um. Yeah, it's not it's not not stupid, I'll tell you that. But there have been some surprises this year. Right? So starting off the block, one of the biggest surprises of the year, uh the Pahonics uh Suns. Um
1: I like the Suns. Four. Yeah. I've uh six and four they third in the
0: Pacific yeah. division. Yeah, they have been on a little yeah. bit of a slump the uh, yeah. past week.
1: The, the the Suns themselves had their you know, they had those wonderful days with Steve Nash. Steve Nash, um Amari. in case in case anybody doesn't know he's my favorite basketball player of all time. And uh, I think the Suns team is the first time they're really going to be excited about anything since then. Another good SB
0: Nation. I think it was SB Nation yep. thing. 20, uh,
1: yep. 27-minute video. Great.
0: Why Why Steve Nash didn't win a championship, like kind of diving into that. Another great, great uh, watch if you haven't seen it before.
1: All of SB Nation's crap is great. Go watch them.
0: Well, that's not, not crap, but yeah. yeah. All of uh, well, no, definitely not crap. <laughs> yes, but this great. Suns team, uh, in our in our preseason discussion uh, amongst ourselves, I was sort of high on the Suns. I didn't have them. Obviously, you didn't have them making the playoffs because it's the West. It's extremely strong. This was before all the injuries that kind of became pervasive, especially you know in, in San Francisco, uh, Golden State. But this this Suns team, even with Aiden out for some diuretic hoo ha, they, they they look like they may. And this might be early. This, may, this is very early. They may steal an eighth spot.
2: Maybe because they're a bubble team.
0: I think their bubble team. I think I had him as about 35 wins. Still talk me down to like high 20s. I think they could still be they could be high 30s at best, especially yeah. if they get Aiden back and he performs the yeah. way you know he, he was doing last year and makes the Baines keeps performing the way Baines
1: is Baines is playing Baines, so well right now. Yeah, Baines is Un- yeah. incredible In career year. Sober.
2: And that's a big thing on the Suns for me is that they're super young, but there's a lot of just like solid vets on that team who are super unselfish, like Baines. At, I mean Ricky Rubio. That was one of, year.
0: We we I know we talked about this too. He maybe and we may touch on this later. We may not have time today. But Ricky Rubio is one of the players who I think benefited the most from relocation um, this past offseason. I think getting him out of Minnesota and to Utah helped him. It helped. It helped him a bit. Helped him. Uh, you know, surround him by better talent. But he still couldn't get the best out of himself um, until he could be a little bit a little bit more ball dominant. Or de- Donovan Mitchell was kind of the de facto ball dominant guy, uh, which led to Rubio having being forced to work from the outside in a little bit. You know, and not pass as much as he would like to as a European player. Moving to the Suns, gets Devin Booker off the ball, which is something that has reaped so much be- so many benefits. Where he can he has developed these passing skills over the past few years, being the primary ball handler with a rotating crop of five foot eight point guards like Tyler Eulis and. Um, I can't even think of any of them else because they're they're more or less irrelevant to be honest. Now they got Ricky Rubio, who, who kind of is kind of a good piece, piece in the jigsaw puzzle. Kelly Oubre, yep. who's been underrated, you know, immensely. Dario. Dario, who's who's getting you know a fresh start out there. Yeah, and uh, and Baines looks good. Kaminsky has shown he's 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 been doing stuff. Yeah,
2: and if you look at players like that, this playing time on this team is so spread out that it helps with just staying fresh right especially on such a young team like this that's trying to be like an eight seed
0: in the playoffs it'll just help a lot of players on this team i'd say 70 percent of the roster not including like a lot of the rookies who are who are rookies right now yeah have something to prove to keep them in the league
2: cam johnson javon carter
0: cam johnson was
2: that guys like that tyler
0: johnson everybody thought he was overdrafted cam johnson former pit player went to unc a um, good player, big, big, big fan of him. I don't know if he should have gone on eleven, but he's looked, he's looked decent as yeah. a as a three D guy. No, Ty, I mean, Ty Johnson, another guy, has something to prove. He was this close to getting like a, I don't know if it was guaranteed. It was like four year, eighty million. Yeah, from years, Miami. From not for I, no, it, it was matched by Brooklyn, or like yes. Brooklyn had to yeah. put out the offer and it was matched by Miami. And, and then, then he, you
2: got and then there's Mikael Bridges also.
0: Yeah. He was a sixer. Yeah. No one. Yeah, we know. I know, but. You know, he he's, hes somebody who has something to prove. He's yeah, six, he was a like, sixer for an hour.
2: Like this game, like like this team is just f- f- chock full of guys that are waiting for their opportunity, and that's so exciting. A lot see. of people
0: talked about the Hawks. A lot of people talked about the Kings, uh, being and the Bulls being really young and exciting, um, and having a lot of promise. Nobody's really talked about the Suns, necessarily. Very, uh, you know, team to watch out for. I think. I think they're real. I'll say real. Yeah, I think they could
1: make the playoffs. I don't think I can label them as real yet. That's fair. I'm it's twelve games, ten games, six yeah. and four,
0: ten games. Not. I don't think you can label it's them hard. as real. It's hard, but you know, in this business, we got to make these hard decisions. Still. <laughs> uh, Timberwolves. Speaking of hard decisions, um, which it seemed like too easy of a decision to uh to give Andrew Wiggins a kind of money, but now it's looking like he's having a career year through twelve games. He's looking, he's looking pretty damn good, especially he's, has, he's got his three ball. He's looking like he has his three ball right now. He's making better decisions. Oh, yeah. He exploded for that, what was it, 40, 50-point night, somewhere another, a week ago. He's hitting 36% of his threes. which is, That's a little bit above league average, which is more than enough. That's all they've ever needed from him, and he's taking less dumb mid ranges. I'm not saying that he yeah. hasn't cut them out of his game yet. Andrew Wiggins will always be Andrew Wiggins, but... He also... Is averaging less than two turnovers a game. Exactly. And I consider dumbass mid ranges off like your weak foot and you're not seven foot seven like Dirk or seven foot flat like Dirk. Those are turnovers in my opinion too, if you're just wasting a possession. He's he's looking he's looking decent. Um and especially with Towns having his, his whole big breakout year and yeah, especially and a Carl Carl Anthony Towns is fed up. Fed up and he's just gonna go off. That's the big. Oh, yeah, He's gonna it, go off. I I think they have a lot of instability around the rest of their roster. Um, in terms of especially in the in the guard spot. Yeah, Jake Layman
2: is in double digit points for them. They
0: they have a lot of players who are on short term, low level contracts, like Jordan Bell, like Shabazz Napier, who like Jake Layman, who don't have, um, you know, a lot secure in Minnesota. And they don't even really have something to prove like they did in the Suns, like we just talked about. They may just be part of trade pieces, um, to get draft picks. And I think that's probably the best move for Minnesota is trading Roko, getting potentially getting a dra- trading him to like a true contender, getting them draft picks. I don't think they're real. I think no. Wiggins will regress back to his own mean.
2: They play that team plays zero defense too. Oh yeah, they're, they're giving up. Fate. They're
0: giving up insane amount of insane yeah. amount of uh you know uh, p- p- uh, opposing points. Yeah.
2: Right. No, this is fun. It's fun to watch, but they're fake.
0: Yeah, they're, I don't think they're going to, you know, they may challenge for an AC. I don't think they're going to challenge for an AC. Yeah. I think they're going to offload their soft fake. Not like a hard, like soft fake, but I, they're I, not. I'm, I'm uh, not okay. a hard fake. This Everything
1: is, you guys have been sitting here praising them. What? Yeah, yeah that's that's what, all right. You know what? Yeah, praise them. Sure, we're praising man, them, but we're, games, still, we're
0: still ending up as fake. Yeah, but we're not, like, we're not saying, oh, we're praising them. He him. doesn't
1: deserve the praise. Andrew Wiggins doesn't deserve the praise. This
0: it? year he does. I think I think it's I think it's wrong for, to not praise. Yes, for, for this year to say, hey, he's doing something good, and he looks like he's making actual, he's made actual changes in progression in the offseason. Every year it's been like, well, he's had a couple games. Well, he can, he's just a score. He doesn't do anything else. This year, he's doing things. I'm not impressed by him because because he should have been this, if
1: not better, and now he's not been that. So now because he's been so bad, people are like, oh look, he's great now, and it's like I don't care. He still well, sucks. sucks.
0: Yeah, what well, I'm saying, if he regresses back to his normal mean. It was just an outlier of of, of three weeks, which has I'm happened. Not, for I'm him not before. ready to praise him because I really don't think
1: I don't think ten games of him playing as as good as he has because he is playing well. But I don't think ten games of that after the crap that's been going on for the past two years. I I don't I don't think he gets to praise. Like sure he's playing well, but like, dude, like, I, you don't just get a free pass for two years of crap. Like I'm sorry. I don't. I don't I'm, I'm no no no. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I know you're not saying that, but like. I don't, I don't think it's that great. I don't yeah. think it's... He's We're playing well. I'll give him that, but...
0: I, I don't think that the T-Wolves have enough around Mm-mm. Towns and Wiggins to, to make themselves real. Like They don't re- have enough around Towns because Wiggins isn't enough. No, they he's
2: needed not. to get somebody like D'Lo in the offseason. That would have been fun to watch. That would have been could, so much fun to watch. I
0: think I think it could still happen. I think D'Lo, this move... is The move... And we can switch there for a quick second. This move for D'Lo panned out even better than anybody could have imagined because... It's putting him in a situation where he is the man, right? And mm-hmm. he is more or less proving himself to be a volume player. And if he can keep a fairly efficient stat line throughout the season while the rest of his uh, you know team recovers, he's only on a one year, right? Yeah. I mean, he may stay and he may be a decent second fiddle next to next to Steph if he's able to work really well with these their, their really young core right now, which is full of rookies. It's like Bauman, Poole um, and what's his face? Eric paschel yeah. and uh, Alec Burks has looked good the past week. Oh my god, it's a week. I'm not saying I'm not saying it means anything. I'm saying like he was in one of the most fabled draft classes of all time. I think it was, uh, who was in Alec Burks' draft class? If you could look that up down on the side, yeah. he was in one of the best draft classes, and he underperformed. He's one of the worst out of the lot. Again, that's just saying everybody else has been great. I'm not saying he's been awful. I'm just saying he hasn't lived lift up, lifted, lift, lived up to his expectations necessarily. But now he's getting actual minutes. 2011. Who else was in that class?
2: Uh, 20, Kyrie, Ennis Cantor, Tristan Thompson, Valanciunas, Kemba, Clay, both Morris brothers, Kawhi.
0: Clay was taken after him, I think. Yes. Uh, Kawhi w- was taken. Both,
2: both Morris brothers, Kawhi, Vucevic, uh, Tobias Harris, uh, all taken, Nikola Mirotic, all taken after him
0: all those are taken after Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler all taken after him. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely insane. And, you know, and it's about damn time he steps up. He was coming in the league with, you know, a lot of accolades. Uh, didn't really do anything in in Utah or wherever the hell else he went after that. But yeah, it could be, it could be interesting for D'Lo to like put, to put, uh, you know, his name out there and potentially secure a big bag on a good team this off season, as well as potentially, you know, be a key cog in this Warriors team in the future. And moving moving Clay down to the three where he could act, he he's defended the three a lot before. Um, we talked about Wiggins. I I think he's, I think he's fake. Yes. I think I think this is a fluke. Three weeks. I hope I hope not. But I don't think. I, people have a good three weeks, dude. I mean, it's even at the beginning of the year, it happens. You can't. I feel like he will regress back to the mean. I'm gonna go TBD on this one. No, nope, you gotta make a hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I I said a TBD earlier on somebody. I don't forget who it was. He's fake. In the NFL. But I was told I had to pick. That's
2: awesome. All right, I'll go fake then. Yeah, I I'll go fake. fake. Yeah. I think if he does this for a season, it'll only be for a season. You know, like, I don't think he can continue this for his career. I'm just going to say, like, like just like, 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 <laughs> like, like big picture, big <laughs> yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. it's
0: one more week until he does it for a month. So you never just hold your, hold your tongue.
2: That's nah, all right.
0: Um, do we think the Rockets are real? They look good. They look inefficient as, uh, just, as, 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 third, just, as team. just top four team. I don't think they're anything. I yeah, especially with how things have started to shake out in the West. I think that they have better chemistry than I thought they would. And if you know, you don't need to have Harden and and Westbrook light up on on either on on the same night. You don't need that. You can you know in the in the game they won yesterday. Who's against Clippers yesterday, two days ago? Uh, where Harden went off. For a really efficient night, scored forty yeah. points, and then Westbrook was like seven for twenty or four for twenty from the field with a very Westbrook line, and a lot of turnovers. You don't need you know them to do, or you don't need both them to do anything. Eric Gordon has looked awful this year. He's had a couple games, but he's looked you know poor as as all heck this year. Austin Rivers looks decent. That dude Danwell Daniel Danwell House yeah looks like a exactly what fits into their scheme. I think they are real, and I hate to say it because I was not this high on them coming into the year. I thought
1: They were good, just coming into the year. I thought they'd be like top four team. So I'll I'm, say
0: re- I'm sticking by where they're I am. real. They're a good team. They're real. They're
2: real. The only thing that worries me about them is that they have a seven man rotation.
0: Yeah, that well, especially in the playoffs, it's like a college rotation. War- in the
2: playoffs, that's what you have is generally. oh well, yeah, seven, yeah, eight, right, eight, right, eight. right. I'm, I'm that, talking about production okay. though. I'm saying, I'm of, saying,
0: putting seven, uh, only seven to eight guys in the regular season, and then taking those seven, same seven to eight guys, guys in the playoffs for another sixteen games. That probably, is, yeah. that is just going to be. They're going to dead. They're going to be. They're going to be.
2: And then after that. It's Ryan Anderson, Tyson Chandler, Tavo Cephalosha, and Chris
0: Clements. It's a lot of old guys. Who? who like who? Who are like, old, yeah. old. Tyson Chandler's well, been yeah, old. No, yeah. Cephalosha's been old. Ryan anderson been old. Ryan Anderson still getting overpaid. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It's, it's not something – I that's why, that's why I'm not – I think they're real, but that's why I was pessimistic coming into them as fake because they don't have a lot behind them. No. They're giving out a lot of money to two guys. And, three, three guys, and Anderson, and yeah. Eric Gordon, Look and those
2: guys—they're—I mean—they're—they're I mean, they're, they're gonna be shot at the end of the year with all the, all the minutes that they're playing.
0: Yeah. Um. But so you talk about Capella. Capella is a big guy who's doing some. He, he's their only big guy who's doing a lot of things down there. He, he's great. He's the Swiss freak. Yeah. I think that's not what we're calling him, but that's what I'm calling him. He literally him. is their only big guy. No else is a freak. Andre Drummond, 16.8 rebounds a game. 16.8. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. And he's shooting 56% from the field, and which you know that yes, he's a big man, and he maybe from an outside in, he should be he should be higher. But he's putting up, you know, a long ball this year to a degree. I don't know the exact number of his long ball, but he's expanding his range. His free throw percentage is fine. It's what he needs. It's not it's not sub 40. Was what it used to be. He deserves a he deserves a better team. He deserves a better city than Detroit. Oh my god. Detroit. He and D-Rose stuck in purgatory. St- stuck in purgatory like Don says. Yeah. I he looks really good this year. He does. I, he he used to be just a, a sorry sack of cheese the past few years. Well, um, he he used to just be big. Go, go get the board. That's all he was. Yeah. Now he's expanding his game and, you know, hopefully hopefully Blake comes back. I'd love to see that oh, that team be decent and and hopefully maybe and maybe not stuck in purgatory. Maybe yeah. D-Rose has a couple more years of Talent, and yeah, him? maybe Luke Kennard can. Luke Kennard's not doing anything.
2: Maybe he can end up doing he, something. You
0: won't.
1: <laughs> can I say something about Andre Drummond? Sure. Um, looking at his last ten or
0: so games, he's played teams without real centers, so he's played the Heat. Oh uh, no, Bam out of fucking bio okay. is a okay great.
1: But dude. either way, the Heat game, he wasn't. He was good, but he wasn't like wasn't as good as his numbers say. Um, Pacers, Miles Turner's all right, but like, yeah, I think I think was Goga Bitadze hurt that game? He might have been. I don't know. But my point is, Knicks, Wizards, Nets, Bulls, Raptors, Pacers—the two teams with the two really superstar centers, the ones that like you're going to want to know about—he played the Timberwolves and the Sixers. Both games he didn't play well. So all I'm saying is, you got to look at where he's playing. It's the did same they, thing did, as did, Batman. Did
0: the Did Detroit
1: lose both games? Um, uh, what I have right now doesn't say, but. He lost the Sixers. I know he lost the Sixers, and then they played the Timberwolves, the 11th, and he was four of 12, 11 points, 12 rebounds. Not impressive. Not impressive. No. Um, he gets rebounds. That's cool,
0: but like it's one of those things. Well, yeah. I mean, his numbers I, he, are inflated um, by the fact that he is their only true center, and he's playing teams that don't have a true right, center. Right. That's my point. That, I, I don't, don't
1: think. Are, I don't think it's as real as
0: this because when he played two superstar centers, he wasn't good. There is inflation to it, but watching him play a handful of games this season, I do think. He looks a lot more engaged this yeah. year for whatever reason, other than years past. He looks more engaged. Maybe it's because he actually has a point guard this year, potentially, and then D Rose. Yeah. I I like this I wanna say he's real. I'm saying real. I wanna say I think I think he has a greater chance of sustaining maybe not these high numbers, but I'm saying sustaining his level of play or, or transitioning his level of play um to better teams against better teams, more than more so than Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, he's also not efficient at all. Um yeah, he's shooting 56
1: from the field, which isn't which isn't great for a, he's, a big man. He had multiple games, 4 of 12, 6 of 14, 6 of 20. Like, uh, those three games alone, like, he didn't have He, – I'm not impressed. Like, he got – I'll give him credit, 24 rebounds. The rebounding's great. That's huge, sure. But, like,
0: they're not against great teams. Yeah, that's what I, I – yeah, that's fair. I think. Him and I don't think he's going to keep him it up because he played, played – when he played two good centers, he had bad games. We'll see. He's putting up. He's killing me in fantasy. Whoever drafts them in our league, he's yeah. putting up a, a, lot of a lot of points. And well, it's uh, a shame. Fantasy's not in real life. It it is, but it's, <laughs> not, else, it's not. Or else the Pistons would be great. Speaking of things that I can't believe with my own eyes, uh, just like you can't believe fantasy. Uh, last last NBA topic of the day, the Kings, lagging behind. I was very high on the Kings of all the teams I think we might I think
1: mentioned, we all were relatively high on Or I
0: think they could have pushed for an 8 seed. Um after yeah, com- making the playoffs to start the year. Uh, even a 7 seed to be honest. I think that that and we, you know, you've heard this I, I, I promise you've heard this before. Luke Walden, yeah. I don't really agree with oh. the hire at all. Getting rid of what's-his-face that I can never think of his name. Was that Igor or was Igor on the Suns? No, Igor's on the Suns. did No, it's not. No, no not. No, Who, no. who, who was GM that got no. fleeced oh, by yeah, Hinky? I can picture his face, and every time I bring his name up, I can not remember his name. Thank you. Dave Jorger. Good NBA coach. Yeah.
2: Very good NBA coach.
0: Respected NBA coach.
2: Yeah. i not very good. respected
0: are yeah. You know, turn, turn the Kings team into an almost 500 team with... You know, moving moving parts around in the in the midseason. I I don't. Uh, Luke Wall didn't prove himself in L.A. Although he didn't have, didn't have a lot of pieces, he didn't give me any reason to really back him for a, a true head coaching job. And his stint where he was really good in friggin' uh, Golden State as an interim, dude. You see, the, you see the team he had. Exactly. You, they didn't need a coach. They could exactly. they could have picked the dude in section you know one twelve seat B. Yeah. You he, could been, go out there he could have been the coach. Yeah, tell yeah. him to put on a suit, and they would have won 24 straight games. or Whatever it was, I I feel bad to be honest. They were they started the year 0 and five, yeah, right, and they had to win like in a very close game for the first win. I don't remember who it was. I do remember watching it though. I mean, they, they, that that could be a lot of wasted yeah. young talent. They're,
2: they're four and six right now. That could
0: really be. I mean, they they're they on feel a, clunky. They do, and yeah. I, it could be a lot and of wasted Wallen, I, I feel
2: like, and they, I feel like they just move too fast right now. I don't know why. I feel like
0: they move too fast. And I don't think all other players can move as fast as
2: as De'Aaron Fox and Buddy Heald.
0: Yeah. De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Heald. I know, I think. Uh, uh,
2: Bogdanovich.
0: He's he's had an iffy year, but I mean, it's only two weeks in.
2: Harrison Barnes. Harrison
0: Barnes. I've never been a huge I mean, H. Barnes guy. My mom, funny story. My mom was actually, when she went back to school for her MBA at UNC, like an online class, he was in her class. Fun. This was like a few years ago. Like during while he well, he was uh the year he got moved to the Mavs, he was in her online course and I like looked at him on her screen. I'm like, yo, that's that's Harrison Barnes. She's like, yeah. He said he played basketball or something. I thought it was pretty cool. I'm like, it's it's Harrison Barnes. It's on the, he's on the screen. He's on the screen. He was on her screen. Yeah. So like I'm a friend. We're good friends.
2: By association.
0: By association. My yeah. mom doesn't know him. I don't even think. I don't even think. He only showed up to a handful of classes because <laughs> he's Harrison Barnes. But yeah. I mean. It's like he only I'm, shows up to a handful of games. Let's be honest. I'm
2: worried about the Kings. Mm, I'm I'm worried that they, they, yeah. they have
0: some players that could be traded. Uh, I'm worried like about Luke Walton. I'm, not Bege- worried about the Kings. I'm worried about the Kings because of Luke Walton. Yeah. I yep. think this Kings lag. I think it's real, and I think it's going to continue. And I think that they shot themselves in the foot with this friggin' Luke Walton hire. I think they're really gonna, you know, they're gonna end up trading a couple guys at the deadline. End up being, you know, a, a 20. 24-25 win team yeah oh, mm-hmm. maybe getting a good draft pick but then they're full of young guys and where their vets i don't know yeah. i i the love benches the bench is so subpar i but i love i love the makeup of their team and i, I loved where their team was going under jurger and i hate it under yeah. walton
2: i mean they need speaking on the bench they need more production out of guys like Corey joseph dwayne deadman and trevor reza just I, like straight up
0: trevor reza's Old, he could get moved to the deadline. But uh, Bedjilica, Bedjil, Nemanja Bedj, I can't pronounce his name. B J E. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Bielka, I think. Bielka, thank you. Um, he's had a really pretty solid year. He could be yeah. moved to the deadline 10. as a stretch f- points, as a stretch four if they're not performing.
2: Ten point two points, five point three rebounds.
0: C- uh, decent, good, I know, good, good numbers from three. I think he's been like mid forties. Sean uh, Holmes, otherwise, Richwan way. Holmes has had a really, really good year. Um, and we'll talk about that at another episode. Uh, kind of get into. Another mini episode. We've had a lot of those, uh, kind of on the radar, uh, or kind of on the horizon, yeah. for the next few, uh, the next yeah. few weeks, next month, I'm about NBA I... players who have uh, made a jump performance-wise, or who look who look different, who look changed, who look exciting, uh, or whatever, what have you, uh, because of a relocation or a revision of the schematics, like a new coach or whatever. We'll get into that as well. But I think the Kings are real, like really, like they're actually lagging. I, I think. think
2: they're they're real, but they're lagging. Yeah, and I'm I'm worried that. You know Walton is screwing them over.
0: Me too. Yeah. All right. Exciting. That, that wraps up the show. Final, final words. What do you got? What are you looking forward to? Uh, Eagles Patriots. Uh, big game. Yeah, big yeah, game. That's all I got.
1: That's the only thing on my mind. So.
0: Um. MLB offseason. Heating oh, up a little winner, bit. Winner... winter. We're gonna have a big, a big winter meetings. Heating uh, up a
2: little bit, just like you know.
0: Big winter meetings episode bit. for you guys coming up.
2: Qualifying offers starting to happen. It's getting
0: a little. Exciting. Don't you worry. You wait a month. It'll be, there'll be some special stuff going on. I'm looking forward to. Uh, I got an hour and a half. Uh, hour and 12 minutes until Steelers. Oh, Steelers. uh bronze. I Stillers, Steelers. Steelers. Steelers shit stains kick off. I really so, want to eat food. We'll see the old uh, whatever that rivalry is between A and M. Or Texas Tech and Oklahoma. There's names for like every rivalry. Red River. Um Te- oh A and M in Oklahoma? No, Texas Tech, because that's oh, what Rudolph I know. What, is that what Rudolph went? He went to Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Poor form by me. Yeah. Poor rare. Whatever form. that is. I've seen it. I saw it all over Twitter today. Bedlam. Bedlam, whatever it is. Yeah. Anyway, uh appreciate y'all listening. Wanna follow us on our socials? Uh at Cherry Pickin' Pod. Right uh you know feel free keep your posts on new episodes any new things we see uh once again thanks for listening see y'all next week